This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. Swing and a high fly ball. Deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call. The number is 833-625-2278. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Jessica Kleinschmidt and Cody Elias here. The A's lose this one, 3-2 to two, to the Phillies. Fortunately, they get swept, but we're going to take it over to Ken here at the Coliseum. And Ken, tell me a little bit about Hogan Harris. Seven strikeouts, four hits, two earned, and a walk in six innings. What did you like about him today? He was great. He worked quickly through a ton of strikes. Jess, he had good stuff. He mixed his pitches. And other than Kyle Schwarber, who seems to just, I mean, the A's, we were talking on the broadcast when the A's play the Phillies next year, if Schwarber's leading off, just walk him to start the game. Just put him on because they can't handle him when he's leading off. But uh, no, Hogan was great and uh, gave the A's a great chance to win. The offense has been dormant recently, but. Um, it's really been impressive to watch the A's starting pitching and what they've done, not just Hogan, but up and down the starting rotation. Just last 13 games, the A's starters ERA is less than uh, three and a half, so they've been doing their job. Definitely. Yeah, Ken, you're, you're right about the uh, team ERA over the last 12. I charted it. It's actually it's down to I think 316 over 315 over the last 13 games. So the A's team ERA is been very good but the hitters have not during the seven game winning streak the A scored 41 runs and struck out only 54 times but during the five game losing streak they've scored 11 runs and struck out 64 times how can the how can the offense get going starting on the road trip on Tuesday in Cleveland well I think one of the things and it's it's been an issue this year uh, commander would be runners in scoring position uh, they were like one for 19 yesterday so that was an issue that plagued them earlier this year and then when they won seven straight of course you're it's hard for it's been really hard for these commander and Jess for the A's to get everything synced up. So when they hit, they don't pitch. When they pitch, they don't hit. And that's what happens when you're having the kind of year um, the A's are having. So they've got it. They have to get some guys hot. Now the Phillies are really good. And the Phillies bring like 18 lefties out of their bullpen. They're all great. So this is a very good team. You look at the pitching stabs the A's faced on this homestand with Tampa Bay and Philly. Um, that's pretty tough. You know, Ken, Father's Day is a special day indeed. Tell me about this day and what it means to you. Well, it's really cool because I'm lucky enough, even at my age, to still have my dad at 104. He's an old baseball guy, high school and junior college baseball coach, and very good player in his own right. Got a, a college scholarship to play baseball at high school. So great uh, inspiration. And, you know, we're, it's just, you know, being a father is one of the great things in the world. And uh, our daughter Emily is doing well. Went back to school, and she's in Denver right now. So um, it's it's a special thing. I haven't talked to my dad yet, but I'm going to call him as soon as I get home. Oh, good. All right, Ken. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, guys. You guys have a great week. You as well. That was Ken Korak coming up. As the A's Clubhouse show continues, Cody and I will take your calls at 833-625-2278. Townie will join us later on in the show, and we'll hear from manager Mark Kotze as we go over the loss to the Phillies. Business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. 
innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt and Cody Elias here. The A's lose this one 3-2 against the Phils. Phillies sweep the A's, Cody. What were some of those, I don't want to call them highlights. Let's call them lowlights. Why did this come to be? Why does everyone think I'm so negative all the time? Because you mean, are negative. That's true, I am. I had a lot of negative things to say in, the, in our booth today. But I'll start with the Phillies because ever since they started playing Dancing on My Own, yes. which is their theme, they're 13-2 since they started playing that, and they've won five consecutive series. So the Phillies are hot. They're, what, now four games over 500, if I'm mistaken? They're coming in the NL East, although the Braves just keep winning. They're now 20 games over. But to the A's, I mean, the biggest story has to be Hogan Harris. We want to look at something positive. Six runs, or six innings, two runs, one walk, seven strikeouts. He allowed only his second home run all year. Schwarber leads off the game of the home run. That's the, now the 24th time in his career he's hit a leadoff home run. Kyle Schwarber is a great home run hitter as a leadoff hitter. I won't say he's a great leadoff hitter, but he's a great home run hitter as a leadoff hitter. But Hogan Harris, ERA down the 445. We know how bad that first that first appearance was against the Mets. But over his last five games, two starts, he's a 257 ERA. He had 13 swings and misses today. Six of one on his four-seam fastball. He looked really good. A quality start for Hogan Harris and only his second start of the year. So can't that's one positive you can take away from. I mean, there's probably not many, but that's one of the big positives from today. Yeah, we're probably going to hear from Hogan later. But another positive I want to talk about is Tony Kemp. I want to make sure I get out, that out of the way before Townie gets on. Uh, Tony hit consecutively four games in a row after being 0 for 24 before that. And that's definitely a positive to see. He got a double today. And we can't bash on what the, the Phillies were doing because, like you said, they were – finally hitting that 500 mark coming into this road trip on the West Coast. So that was good to see. And like you mentioned, Kyle Schwarber, the guy's a tyrant when it comes to leadoff home runs, not just recently, but against the A's period. Last season for opening day, a leadoff home run against Frankie Montas. And he did it again this this season against J.P. Sears. And those two were swapped in that Yankees trade earlier JP earlier in this series. That's kind of interesting to see. Christian Pache is very strong at the plate right now. Just came off the IL for this series. Good to see him back at the Coliseum and healthy after dealing with a meniscus tear, I believe it was. He yep. completely removed his meniscus, by yeah. the way. So that's good to see. Um, he had two that. hits today. He had two hits today. He's over. He's batting way over 300. 333. 333. I did see him. I got to give him a hug. So maybe that was my fault. I shouldn't well, have hugged him. Now we, we strive for accuracy on this program. So we'll give you the accurate stats on everything. But, yeah, Pache came back. He, he, he's looked good, although you know, he's a free swinger at the plate, which is kind of surprising that he had two hits. But mm-hmm. good for him to see that his bat's going on. But you mentioned Schwarber. Like I said, third leadoff home run this year. Uh, or third, home, third leadoff home run versus the A's in the last two years. 24th home run as a leadoff hitter for Schwarber in his career. 20th home run of the year. So, but like I said, that was only the second home run Hogan Harris has allowed all year. The other one was Rodolfo Castro of the Pirates. Mm. So Hogan's pitched very well. Uh, if you want to take another positive away from something on the offensive side for the A's. Carlos Perez. Uh, Perez comes through with a, with, a, with a base hit that drives in. S.C. Ruiz. S.C. Ruiz coming with go. a pinch hit double. There you go. He's now up to 263. He's starting to hit a little bit better after going through a little bit of a lull. But now, now here comes the negativity. That's what I'm best at. Mm-hmm. Uh, over his last... 31 games. Brent Rooker is now hitting 184 mm-hmm. with 30 with uh, 40 strikeouts. And Shea Langoliers, which surprisingly, because he hit the big hit a few days ago, over his last 48 at bats, he's hitting 188. Yeah. So those are two things. Two players in the lineup. I know Langoliers was batting what ninth yesterday. He's batting eighth today. Um, they moved him down the lineup. He's now hitting what 205 on the year. So we need to get hit. They need to get his bat going. I mean, no one had multiple hits today for the for the. Uh, for the A's, they struggled 12 times against a very good Phillies. I'm surprised with their bullpen. I know We know how good Zach Wheeler is, but mm-hmm. their bullpen has been pitching a lot better. And as Ken mentioned, they have a lot of lefties in Strom and Alvarado. They And th- these guys throw hard. So um, 
kind of discouraging to see the A's only get 11 runs during this five-game losing streak. Yeah, and I want to go back to Schwarber. I think that was interesting about him, and I heard Ken and Vince talk about it on the broadcast. He's batting 187 this season, and I had to do a double take about some of these numbers when it comes to Schwarber because he just has the A's numbers when it comes to hitting leadoff. And you mentioned the home runs are definitely going to help him in that regard, but we're looking at this 187 average, and we definitely don't see it, but obviously today he went three for four, so he has the, the A's number very much figured out. Yeah, and uh, the other guy that's really surprising for the Phillies is Trey Turner. I mean, he's hitting 247. He got the $300 million deal. He, get it, he got a hit today, but he just hasn't looked good in this area. He struck up two more times. There was no Bryce Harper in the lineup today for the Phillies. Harper hasn't homered since May 25th. That's mm -hmm. 78 consecutive of a lot of home run for Harper now. But he was in the lineup. It didn't matter because what Schwarber was able to do, he had the three hits, two runs driven in, and then Trey Turner drove in a run as well. But it's the A's inability to score runs with uh, hit with hit with runners in scoring position. They have just six hits in the last 58 at bats. That's a batting average of 103. Yeah, it sounds like same song, different dance. Batters not hitting with runners in scoring position. A lot of guys left on base. And, you know, just situational hitting has not been on the A's agenda over these last few games. And, and yeah, about Trey Turner, that's kind of kind of impressive or unimpressive with what he's been able to do. Maybe he wore it all out during the WBC or something. Yeah, well, yeah, he was great in WBC, but it's a slow start to the year. But the Phillies are starting to play better now, and that's a good sign for them in the, in the very good NL East because the Marlins are still good. Like we mentioned, the Braves, they keep winning. They they blow out the Rockies. I think they put, they put up 14 runs. Um, I mean, I know it's the Rockies, and they're not playing as, as well, but Atlanta's play, they're very hot right now. And here's another alarming stat about the A's. They're 4-28 and 28 on, in day games now. We were talking about that, we, and I didn't have a chance to talk to Cods about that, what that could possibly mean. That's super interesting. Yeah, 4-28, and 28, so that means that they are 15, and uh, quick math, that would be third, that'd be 27 in night games. So we've got to get it going in the day games. Another positive? I'll give you another positive. Lucas Ersic mm -hmm. now has two holds on the year over his last six appearances, two holds, five strikeouts, no runs allowed. His ERA on the season is down to 276. He's looked good out of the bullpen for the A's, so that's a building block there for the A's bullpen, but then again, you have to worry about, they, they're trying to find a spot for Fuji, and Fuji comes in, pitches great, pitches great in the seventh, mm -hmm. and then comes out for the eighth, not so great, does have three strikeouts, the ERA slowly keeps going down, but they're still having tr trouble finding a multi-inning role for him. Yeah, and uh, for Lucas Ursag heading into this game, batters, Lefty batters are batting 111 against him and right-handed batters 250. Inherited runners, um, he dominates with that. Um, and, and first hitters, two for 11 with a walk. I think with that guy, he's so imperative to that bullpen. And I, I'm still trying to figure out why. Maybe it has to do with the fact that it's from position player going, coming out of the bullpen, you know, can throw 100 miles an hour. He just dominates. And that's what they've needed from the bullpen from the get-go. That's been, a, that's been an Achilles heel for the A's bullpen over the last few years. And I remember charting it before with how much uh, lack of velocity the bullpen has. Now you have guys in the bullpen that throw hard with Ersig and Fuji throws hard. Although, Fu you know, there's another there's a good side about Fuji. As a reliever, hitters are 0 for 16 as the first batter uh, versus him. I heard that from Vince Catroni on the radio broadcast today. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good for Fuji as you're trying to find a role for him. But... If, again, as we're taking one big positive away from this game, it has, again, it has to be Hogan Harris. He's been, he's been unbelievable over his last five games. So the ERA done 257 over the last five games. Keep building from, from there with him. You saw what Caps will do. The team ERA over the last 13 is 315, I believe, coming into today. Only the White Sox and Royals had a lower ERA in the, in the American League. Uh, Alex Jensen told me that, but I did the math on the team ERA because the White, the White Sox gave up some runs today, even though Lance Lynch struck out 16 Mariners. Yeah, it looks like pitching overall heading into today's game, the A's have compiled a 297 ERA over the last 11 games. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. The, 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 the pitching's not the problem. When mm -hmm. you're only scoring 11 runs during a five-game losing streak, you're not uh, – Last time I checked, you have to score runs to win games. Interesting you say that. Uh, Ken said it himself, though. It feels like every time one part of the game is working, the other part of the A's game isn't. Pitching can be dominant, then they're not hitting. They yeah. can be hitting, then they're not pitching. It, Bullpen struggles defensively, it's good. It's just kind of one of those teeter-totters. Yeah, it, and the only time we've really seen it all come together was during the seven-game winning streak where you won two in Pittsburgh, three in Milwaukee, and two versus the Rays. And then since then, it's it hasn't been there. I mean, the pitching's still been good, but... 
I mean, I brought this up on Friday with you. 33rd time. This is now the 33rd time this year they've struck out 10 or more times. Mm-hmm. Um, strikeouts are always going to – I mean, strikeouts are always big around the league. Um, but it's a, it's something alarming. But the, the runners in scoring position over the last 56 at-bats is, or 58 at-bats is not good hitting 103. They were one for four today. Got, got to improve there. Situational hitting has to get better. And SC can't come through every time with runners in scoring. I mean, I know he's been great uh, hitting close to 400. I haven't done the math since the other day when he on Friday night. But – he, he's been the only guy really hitting with runners in scoring position, and he needs to get other guys going, like a Rooker, like Langoliers. Ryan Nota leading off. First loss of the year with Ryan Nota as a leadoff hitter. A's are now 2-1. and one. Oh, We just, talked about that heading yeah, into the just game. Just want to throw that. I mean, positivity. That's what we're trying to do on here on Father's Day, positivity. I was thinking about that because Nota, of course, was up at the plate during a very important time of the game. And I, I just want to know what his eyes see during some of these at-bats, especially when – you have a close count like he did, multiple balls on him and stuff. And I feel like the way that he's able to approach the strike zone or be able to understand the pitches that are coming, I just want to be his eyes and see what he sees compared to what a normal batter would see in some of these situations. Yeah, and, and you're, you know, you're, he's, been, he's been great. I know hitting leadoff, he was one for five. He had two strikeouts. The, the, two, the strikeouts are going to come with him. He struck out a lot in the minor leagues as well, but he gets on base a lot. Um, he still has an 819 OPS. You're obviously not going to have him lead off all the time because that's what that's what SC's there to do. But SC didn't start the game today. Came in later as he replaced. Um, he came in for Seth Brown and moved over to center field. But you need you need these guys to come through um, in the lineup. I mean, Jace Peterson, who has been the ace hottest hitter in the month of June, went over four today. It was nice to see Letnis Diaz hit a home run. Yeah, that was nice, and not to mention the fact that it was it was hit too. It wasn't that wasn't a weak one. It wasn't a a boring one. It went and had some velocity on it. And, you know, that's the kind of the guy we wanted to see. You know, when we were playing him, the A's were playing him while he was in an Astros uniform, I was always thinking, like, we need a guy like that. And think about it from this perspective. When the A's lost Chad Pinder, we were looking at guys like him and Jace Peterson to kind of take over that role, not just as a coming-off-the-bench situation, yeah. but the super utility guys who can come through clutch, the veteran guys. And this is the guy who is – taking it upon himself to help those younger guys and say, you know, I'm here for you. I can help you with it. Very slow start. Not quite the Eletimus Diaz that we saw on the other side of the diamond, but it's good for us to see because it turns out we, the A's called him the day after the Astros won the World Series last season. That's what we've seen from the beginning. And it's good to see hopefully this this comes through clutch for him. But when he's on it, he's, he's pretty much a game changer in that lineup. It's only a second home run of the year, which – it's surprising to me because uh, <clears throat> in spring training, I or during, when we started the season, I said he would lead the team in home runs. So I hate I hate to admit when I'm wrong, but I I think I was wrong on that one. I, but then again, none of us saw Brent Rooker hitting 13 home runs mm-hmm. and leading the team going into June. So if you can get Diaz back going a little bit, I mean, what's he hitting on the year? Diaz now hitting on the year is hitting 211. Okay, so he's over 200. Mm-hmm. The OPS is not great. He's never been a good OPS guy. But back to Ryan Noto quickly, he's still – in the top 10 in on-base percentage, still yeah. second in the American League, at 390 cents, dip below 400, but still. It's going to go back and forth, but he's getting on base at a high rate. I'm still going to stick to my Joey Votto light because the power's not there yet, but he still has a good eye to play it like a Votto does at playing first base, and he plays good defense. You mm-hmm. saw the nice catch he made in foul territory by the Phillies' bullpen. The, guy, the guy's good in, on defense. It's just, the bat's going to come around. It's just going to take some time, but you need the other guys around him to come through uh, in the A's lineup, which – just hasn't happened the last five games. I appreciate you name dropping Vada. Hopefully he comes back from the IL soon. Not to mention Vado. Reds, Reds are hottest team in baseball. Reds are the I think they just won their eighth in a row yep. today. And Vado actually used to study Barry Bonds to nauseum. And you know how Barry Bonds saw the ball, so that's always good to see. He was a uh I don't speak highly of Barry Bonds because of uh, my pirate fandom, but Bonds was one of the if not he was if he if people don't see him as the greatest, he is one of the greatest hitters of all time, and his eye at the play was incredible. The Definitely. guy walked more than anybody in the history of baseball. Yeah, coming up as the A's clubhouse show continues, Cody and I will, Cody and I will take your calls eight three three six two five two two seven eight. Townie will join us later, and we'll hear from manager Mark Kotze. Hit a home run with a low rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good. 
but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach, or time in the sun riding roller coasters, or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. Eva's wedding. Nana's 80th. My first interview. Whenever I'm on the road, I wonder, where's everyone going? Every truck, bus, car, or bike, we all share the goal of going somewhere special beyond where we're driving to. So, let's work together to make sure we all get there safely. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Paid for by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt and Cody Elias here. Cody, you mentioned Barry Bonds and all the walks he does, and I said, huh, I wonder how many walks that equivalates to mileage. Marcus from our A's Cast research team said that's 45 miles that Barry Bonds has in walks from his career. It's a lot of steps, by the way, too. That's 2,558 career walks for Barry Bonds. And if you want to look at the intentional walks in his career, that's 688. Now, I don't think Ryan Noda's ever going to get there. Mm -hmm. But if you can get anywhere near the 2,558, you have an all-time great at first base. I'm not, that's, it's unfair to say that about Ryan Noda. But there you go. There's the Barry Bonds update. 2,558 walks, which equates to 45 miles. I'm too lazy to do the math. That's why I have a research team I oversee that does it for me. Me too. I'm too lazy to do all the math. A's lose this one 3-2 to two to the Phillies. Here's what Mark Kotze said after the game. Yeah, it does, but yet, you know, we only had really four chances. So one for four, you know, is better than the one for 19 we did last night. Um, you know, we faced a really good pitcher today in, in, in Wheeler. Um, you know, we took some good at-bats. We grinded it. Uh, we got him out in the sixth. Uh, you know, I mean, he was fortunate to get out of that sixth with a double play ball that was hit hard by Tony. Um, you know, they, they, they're a well-built club. They've got good starting pitching. Obviously, you saw the relievers come in, um, you know, and uh, – you know, today, really, I think the execution against Pache, I mean, those two doubles kind of ended up being being uh, a little bit, um, you know, detrimental to, to the game. And, uh, you know, other than that, I thought Harris threw the ball great, seven punch outs. I mean, six innings again. This kid's really executing his pitching and his game plan and showing the poise that you don't normally see from a young starter. So, um, you know, again, another nice outing for, for Harris again today. Three, Three pinch hits in the span of six batters. You don't see that very often. No, but I mean that you know they're they're left-handed bullpen against uh, our righties. I mean that's kind of why they're on the bench, and we got our opportunity to to align those guys against uh, Alvarado, and, uh, and we we scored. Um, you know we had some good at bats. We got guys on, and um, again, you know I thought uh, uh, you know we did everything well in the game. It was just uh, a couple doubles by Pache and a leadoff homer by. Uh, you know, by Schwarber that, uh, you know, hey, you tip your cap to Schwarber uh, going opposite field and leading off the game. Yeah, and uh, seven games in those home stand against two contenders, including the Phillies that just won the National League. And most of the games are very close. Yeah. I mean, guys have very a, a lot of opportunities. What they say about this improvement of the team, that they're competing in almost every game? No, we, we really had a chance to win all three games against uh, a contending team in the Phillies and, uh, you know, I mean, they were in the World Series last year. So, uh, you know, if you'd asked me April if, if I thought we would play that well, um, you know, I'd probably have a different answer. And, and I think, you know, these guys are continuing to make improvements. Um, again, we're going to we're continuing to address the runners in scoring position and the at-bats that need to be taken, the approach that we need to have consistently to, uh, to capitalize on getting guys out on the bases like we did again today. And uh, I think if we can continue to, uh, you know, improve in that area, we're going to win more, more games. You know, 
you always talk about what a what a grind it is to play in this league. I and mean, you think about everything that's happened this year. You're still seven games from the midseason. You got that much still to go. When you look in that clubhouse, what do you see? And how? What's your your responsibility, your job, and making sure that you guys are ready for that grind? Yeah, I, I think they're ready for the grind. I think that that we're. Uh, I mean, looking forward to the grind because it, it allows us time. It allows us time to to. Uh, you know, continue to try to win games, uh, which is obviously the goal here at the major league level. And, um, you know, we've talked about that at times our ally and, um, you know, we're going to continue to fight. They show that the series, um, you know, we got a day off tomorrow. We've got, you know, we're going to Cleveland and uh, presents a new opportunity to, to, you know, we played Cleveland earlier in the year, didn't have uh, very much success. And so, um, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll go to Cleveland and, and get, get a new, uh, uh, new opportunity to, to win ba- baseball games. Continuing to make improvements, the team is still competing, Cody. Yeah, they're they they're in that. They, it seems it feels like they're in every game. I know that they're on the five game losing streak, and but they 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 fight to the very end, and that's something Kotze's instilled in them. I think that's been instilled in the team since Bob Melvin's been here. But but the way Kotze's been getting these guys to play, even even knowing that they're probably overmatched in some games, and that's just you know that's a bad way to put it but it's it's just true but you know you can't it doesn't matter for you how well you pitch if you can't score any score any runs you're not going to win and the five game losing streak I, I went back and looked and this is now here's the losing streaks this year for the ace six games seven games five games five games 11 games five games now five games again um and then the one game one seven game winning streak uh, you, if you want to talk about pacing, they're, they're not going to be on pace to be as bad as the Cleveland Spiders, so we can move past that talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I think if the season ends, it's 42 wins, which would be tied with the 1962 Mets. So just win a few more games, we can get past this whole narrative of the setting the worst record in the history of baseball and just being a team that, you know, building for next year. If you want to look at things for building for next year, I looked at – okay, well, I'm looking at things for – uh, what's going on in Vegas? And Cody Thomas and Tyler Soderstrom each hit their 15th home run. If you're looking for offense, there's two guys in Vegas maybe down the line that could come up and, and provide some offense. And Jordan Diaz is hitting 326 in mm-hmm. Vegas. Yeah. And it's a guy that proved he could hit in the major leagues already. Well, not even with Jordan Diaz the way that he's hitting, but, like, you know, he dropped a bunch of weight, and he was actually sticking it defensively too, and that was good to see because at one point this guy, we had no idea where he was going to be defensively, and he had the body type of somebody that could be maybe on the left side of the field specifically at third He's playing third today. Yeah. And, but I will say like the way that he was able to show off his stuff, some really good defensive plays, able to turn the ball. Well, some of those double plays as well. And good to see him from that. And, you know, they sent him back down. Still needs a little bit more time perhaps with that. And I'm hoping that he can figure that out when, once he gets back, back up, because that guy can, he has so much raw talent at the plate and for him to even it out with some good defensive skills. He's got a really, really, really bright future. Yeah, no, I agree, and, and same thing. Hopefully, you know, Thomas and Soderstrom could be here soon, and you know, Geloff also. But uh, I, I've been hearing that that Townie's here. Townie, first of all, happy Father's Day. Uh, Thank what's you. Your, what's your big takeaway from today's game? Well, I woke up this morning and everybody's asleep. I didn't get any special brunch, no coffee, no nothing. That was my first takeaway. Uh, second takeaway, number one thing, Harris. Are you mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Six innings, seven punch outs. Uh, I mean, he gave up the home run to Schwarber. I mean, Schwarber, I mean, talking, he's got seven bombs now in the month of June and the leadoff jack on Friday and here on Sunday. But you're looking at the very first guy that we can really look at that the A's drafted. That's from the A's actual draft. He's a third-round pick. This isn't somebody that was traded for. This isn't somebody who's an international signing. This isn't somebody that's a free minor league free agent. This is actually somebody the A's drafted and has come up to the big league level that you can say, you know what, I can see this guy being a part of this club for a while. That is a very good sign. We've been waiting for this moment, haven't we, Cody? We've talked about this. When are we going to start seeing the guys that the A's drafted? Well, here's finally a guy to look at. Yeah, you're right. I mean, over his last five games, two starts, he's a 2.57 ERA. He's only allowed two home runs all year. The second one today, obviously, was Schwarber. The first one was Rodolfo Castro. I've been impressed with him. 13 swings and misses today. The, the guy the guy has shown you that he could pitch at behind the opener and without the opener. I really like what I've seen from him. And I remember when we talked about him in spring training that 
you know, I thought we both thought he could be a guy that could help the ball club. And, you know, after that first start or the first appearance against the Mets, and we might have taken it, we all probably thought maybe not, but he's been great since then. I mean, since that appearance against the Mets, the RA's 257. So, uh, you know, cap, my caps, I tip my captain, even though I'm not wearing one today, but he's been, he was probably the best story of the game by far for the A's because they can't score any runs. I, I was telling Jess before he joined. They've scored 11 runs during the five-game winning streak. It doesn't matter how well you pitch. If you can't score, last time I checked, you can't win games. I mean, it is what it is. You can tip your man bun. How about that? Instead of your hat, you can do your soccer man bun. Uh, Number one thing about Hogan Harris, he's not up there. We're so enthralled. You, Cody, and all your guys and all your buddies are enthralled, enthralled by velocity. And you're, well, he throws 97, he throws 98. And then they all end up getting Tommy John surgery and they go away for over a year. This is a guy, and I know he's had his surgery, but he is now recovered from that and he pitches. He's throwing 91-92, but you look at all the different pitches that he has. He had strikeouts today with his four-seam fastball. He had a strikeout with a changeup. He utilizes changeup great today. He got a lot of ground balls, and he also did with his cutter. So he's got an array of pitches. He's got an arsenal, and you see he's not overthrowing. He's very comfortable out there. The way the ball comes out, it's very relaxed. And he's not overthrowing, and he's not trying to pitch for velocity. And he goes out there and he pitches. And when you start to look at how things have changed for the A's recently, you just got to go to the pitching, and you look at the numbers of the starters the last 12 games now. You look at the ERA, been fantastic. Look at the bullpen, fantastic last 12 games for both of them. And you start to think, okay, do I got guys that give me a shot? Do I got guys that go out there and compete? Well, Harris is is competing his ass off out there. We know J.P. Sears has been doing it. Look at uh, Caprellian's last Mm -hmm. three starts. Look how much the pitching staff has changed since Paul Blackburn has gotten here. Now if Medina can just get his act together and actually start throwing the way he can with his stuff, But those four guys that I just mentioned, they've been out there battling for you, and they're out there competing, legitly competing at this level, and it's been great to see. Just for everybody out there, just go look at the pitching numbers for starters and relievers last 12 games, and that tells the story. And something that I brought to the television side today, and I'll bring to you guys, if you look at May 29th, you're talking about series against Atlanta, Miami, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Tampa, and Philly, and it ends today got to remember, when they went into Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was in first place. After that sweep, that put Milwaukee in first place. So all these teams, Miami's a good team right now. They'd be in the postseason right now if it ended today. So this stretch of all these good teams, they had a chance to win today. They would have been 10-9. and Instead, they're 9-10. But if I would have told you against that, all those teams are going to go 9-10, and that's far better than what we saw the first part of the season. Yeah. And, you know, Tony, who was your analyst today? Was it Stu? Yeah. Uh, what did he like from Hogan? Oh, he 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 thinks when from a pitching standpoint, he loves his arsenal, his ability to throw all the pitches in any counts. And the number one thing Stu had to say on TV today about Hogan Harris: the kid pitches with guts. Uh, he had a good story somewhere in Louisiana. They were at some banquet, and a buddy of Stu's comes up and goes, hey, I want to introduce you to one of your guys. And Stu had no idea who Hogan Harris was. And they are like, he's going to be in big league camp. And Stu was like, well, I'm going to be there too. So they got to meet each other for the first time this offseason. And, you know, that first outing, you look back on it now, and you just got to realize the first outing, it's it's crazy, right? It's like Mm -hmm. the adrenaline, it's your dream, and – all of a sudden you're out there and everything gets so fast and it gets out of whack. But what we've seen, this kid has a quality arm and chest. Can't say it enough. Finally, a guy that the A's drafted. We, mm-hmm. The A's even going back to like 2012 when that team turned it around. It's always been guys that you're getting from other organizations. You know, and I know recently you've had Chapman, you've had Olsen that you drafted. But it's that, that's now becoming quite, quite a long time ago. I mean, we need to start seeing guys from recent drafts come up and help out, and Hogan Harris is the first guy. Yeah, it's exciting to see, especially from that perspective, like you mentioned in the draft, because a lot of times we get a it's a trade situation, and we're kind of anticipating what we already know, but this is the, the guy that started with the A's, so that's always good to see. Coming up as the A's Clubhouse Show continues, Cody, myself, and Townie are going to go over a transaction that the A's just tweeted out 
when his clubhouse show continues. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Hey, A's fans, you know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval who's feeling pretty confident about the suv they drive ask anyone who owns a honda we're a family of six and our honda is definitely like our number seven it's a part of our family my honda crv has beauty brains and talent from the fuel efficient crv hybrid to the rugged passport to the three-row pilot there's a honda suv for every style of norcal driver all on sale now at your norcal honda dealer for details ask anyone who owns a honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep. Hit a ton. Hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. Jessica Kleinschmidt, Cody Elias, and Uncle Townie here. Just before we went to break, the A's announced they have acquired Yaxel Rios from the Braves organization for cash consideration. Cody, did your you did your due diligence and looked up a little bit about this guy. Uh, Tony, you're going to love this. This guy's going to be 30 years old at the end of the month. Oh, yeah. Getting older. Uh, happy Father's Day. <laughs> uh, career 8-2 and two with a 577 ERA in Perfect. 89 games. 30 uh, years old in a career what? 577 ERA. Perfect. He pitch. He hasn't pitched in the big league since 2021. With money with Sounds like an Oakland A already. Yeah, he really does. You know what that means? He's going to come here. And, he's going to come here and have an ERA under three, like Lucas Ursig, and just be a you know a revelation, another revelation in the bullpen. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to. I'll have to look up and see what his velocity is like. See if he fits right. in the uh, hard thrower. He hasn't that, played in the big since 2021. 2021, yeah, with Boston. Okay. How about hard thrower and doesn't throw strikes? I mean, when you have a five, when you have the ERA he has, and how many walks does he have in his career? Ninety-one strikeouts and fifty walks. Okay, yeah, that's that's not good. The WHIP is uh, one point five. That's that's yeah. kind of high. Looks like he throws a ninety-seven mile an hour fastball and combines that with the slider and splitter. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's hey, that's the new wave of A's bullpenning with guys that throw hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks like he throws sinker, four seam slider, split fingers. What it's saying? He, yeah. Why are you doing this to me? I'm trying to be positive. It's Father's Day. I'm trying to ooze positivity uh, as we head into uh, tomorrow's a day off. I'm trying to, 
You know, don't even get me started on what do you do with Fuji. Like, what is even the point of Fuji at this point? Okay, I do want to bring something up to you, Townie. All so right. when it comes to Carlos Perez, the way that he not only comes off the bench, but yeah. I talked to James Caprillion yesterday, great battery mate, not just behind the dish, but he comes through clutch. You know, yet, heading into today's game, he snapped a career high, 0 for 22 streak with a leadoff home run, blah, 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 blah. But he was now, he was 3 for 26 over his last nine games. But listen to this. He did have five RBI over that span. So the situational hitting is something that it looks like he's got figured out. You talking about Carlos Perez? Mm-hmm. I, if you're going to have a backup catcher that can prove that he's not going to play all the time, but when he does play, he is a threat offensively, and he's good with the staff. And I know it's you know he's been out of the big leagues for a few years. What he is showing, not only the A's but all other 29 teams, he is going to have a job for the next couple of years. Because we always laugh about it. I know Cody, you and I talked about it uh, today. Dave Stewart and I watching the game today talked about it. What does Carlos Perez do? He hits, and if you hit as a backup catcher. I'm not saying he's going to be the everyday guy, but he can make a living and collect a few more years of paychecks, no question, by showing that he doesn't have to play every day and he can still be sharp, still help you defensively, still control the staff, and he hits. A guy like that's very valuable. And like he showed today, how about, I don't know how much you guys talked about the pinch hitters today, but Diaz, uh, Diaz comes off the bench, hits a jack, and then you Ruiz. had Ruiz and then Perez. I mean, it was almost four for four if Jonah Bride could have given you something. But, uh, Jess, answering your question, Perez, he's making himself some money right now. You look at his year, there's going to be a lot of teams that have noticed what Carlos Perez has done. Yeah, and heading into today's game, the reason why, I mean, he was batting 327 against left-handed pitchers. So that's a big, and he went up against Alvarado, so that definitely helps the situation. So that was a great call by Cots, and he mentioned that in the in the post game. He's like, yeah, I mean, when it comes to some of these guys coming off the bench and heading into the game, we were kind of wondering why Ruiz, you know, sat out. But Cots said it himself, like sometimes you got to give your best guy a, a day off so it was really good to see that those guys especially Ruiz who were kind of just used to being clutch anyway but he's able to have those mature at bats coming off the bench and that was really good to see so yeah I'm glad you brought that up because we heard Kotze talking about that as well can I give you a painful thing for how many segments we got left uh this we got this one and one more I, I'll give you the one painful today and I'm not saying I loved him I just I'm looking from the business side of this and it really, you know, when we said thanks for all the memories on, what was it, Instagram or Twitter, Cody? Oh, uh, both, both. When we, when we thanked Christian Pache for his time for hitting 160 or whatever he did. But I will say this, watching him today, knowing how good he is in center field where Mark Kotze compared him to Andrew Jones, who Andrew jo or he said he's like Andrew Jones. He didn't say – you know they're the same, but he just said he's got a he's got qual he's qual he's got qualities like Andrew Jones, who Andrew Jones is one of the greatest center fielders to have ever played. Christian Pache can play center field. He's super athletic. We know that. The question is, can he hit? Watching Christian Pache hit two doubles today and score twice, and you look at his numbers. I know it's limited time this year but right now christian pache is hitting 333 with a 929 ops i just go he was part of the matt olson trade why would we not give him every opportunity to succeed or fail are we gonna look back and i know everybody was loving rooker and i had people go well because i wasn't loving rooker and he got Rooker got off to that great start. My God, his first 33 games, he hit 319, 11 home runs. He's on MLB Network. We're all loving it. But you guys realize the last 30 games, not counting today, he's batting a buck 80. And if we, and if Christian Pache turns into any type of quality player, I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star, but if he turns into a productive player, how athletic he is, how great he is in center field, and you let that go for a 28-year-old journeyman, I think you're going to be shaking your head on that one. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I, I did the math. Rooker over his last 31, now hitting 184 because he had the one hit today, but 40 strikeouts over those 31 games. Uh, we're getting, we're kind what of is it, Cody? The, it's 184? 184, yeah. With how many strikeouts? Uh, 40. Oh, man. So, and he has two home runs and nine runs driven in over those last 31. But remember, he, drove in, he had 11 and drove in 29 over the first 33 games. He, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, I, Jess and I were talking about how Pache has the two hits today. He's now hitting 333. Again, I know he's only had like less than 30 at bats or somewhere around there this year because of the meniscus injury. But yeah, you might you might might regret that one in the in the outfield because you can have him playing center field, and I don't I don't know what you would do with where you put Ruiz in the outfield or if you want to I mean try him in the infield, but because you got to keep his bat in the lineup. But this could be something that comes back to bite you, if, especially if Roker continues to struggle. And you were we we're talking about Carlos Perez. Another guy that's been struggling has been Shea Langoliers. Over his last 48 at-bats, he's 9 for 48, hitting 188. Do you think maybe giving him a couple days off would maybe, like, to get a, a mental reset would maybe help him? Because he's only hitting 205 now on the season. Yeah, Cody, it's a problem. And it's something that we've kind of let slide. But he is he's drifting into that really bad area where – you know, it was all fun when it was Shea, Shea Bangaliers, but unfortunately right now we're entering a t- territory of Shane Hackaliers, and he is just not – he is being overmatched. And whenever a young player starts to get overmatched, like we saw Pache last year, right? Remember, it was like, how long are we going to keep allowing him just to keep going out there and, and, and failing? You know, same thing. We've watched Tony Kemp just go out there and fail, fail, fail. And now we're seeing it with Langoliers. Like, at what point are you going to stop the bleeding? And I don't know exactly what that needs to be. That's not my call. It's not my decision. But at some point, as you just mentioned right there, Cody, do you need to sit him down? Do you need to send him to AAA? Do you need to give him some time to go find some confidence? And Because and, right now, he's drowning. He's dra- – I mean, some of these guys, if we go over their la- – what, what, what did you say his numbers are and what games? Uh, over his last 48 at-bats, he's hitting 188. That's not competitive. I mean, you just mentioned last 31 games for Rooker. He's hitting 184. I mean, this is not even competitive. So it kind of gets scary. And right now with your offense starting to – or I should say with your pitching actually throwing the ball well – and your offense being so bad, my God, if you've got any type of hitting right now, you're looking at a stretch where not only would you have the seven-game winning streak, you'd have a lot more wins. Now, whether you win or lose, to me, and we've all kind of agreed on this, this is truly about finding the players for tomorrow versus today. we got to find guys that are going to help the A's get out of this mess of 19 and 55. But Langoliers is not helping you right now. He's taking a lot of offers. But there were some of the swings today, Cody. That ball, some of the balls, the breaking balls were so far out of the strike zone, and he's swinging. He's clearly not seeing it. Yeah, and I, I will say, uh, I, I admit when I'm wrong, uh, a, a rounding error on my part. It's 185 for Rooker. I went back and looked at my calculator on my phone. It's like 184.46, so you round up. So 185, it's still not great. And if you look in AAA, Soderstrom hit his 15th home run today. He's hitting two, uh, 247. But Kyle McCann's another catcher who play, was playing first base. He's hitting 280, and he has nine home runs. I kind of threw that around to Alex Jensen and Jess here because Alex was here because he's on the road trip. To be on, he'll be on radio with Johnny in Cleveland and Toronto. And I said, is that something you maybe have to do? You have to maybe send Shea down to, to AAA? I mean, I know he's been great throwing runners out, but I, I, I mean, that has to be something you have to consider because it's not getting any better for me. It's 18 strikeouts over that span of the 48 at bats as well. Well, tell me what the bottom is. What's his bottom? Now uh, I know you. I know you don't have the answer because that's the yeah. front office's job. But you know what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. h- h- How far can he go? How how far? How far will he drop? And you'll be like, okay, enough's enough. Like like remember. That, that's a, yeah, that's a good question too. And and with that too, because Cody casually mentioned like how he is how he is defensively, but heading into today is tied for second among major league catchers in double plays. And the 22 caught ceilings was the most in the majors. And I, and you want to talk about not only the bottom, but how much of that defensive capability can kind of wash or even out what he is or isn't doing at the plate. You know, right now when you're 19 and 55 and your mm-hmm. catcher throwing out runners, I mean, to me, I mean, the front office might say different. I don't care, right? You're 19 mm-hmm. and 55. 
the bottom last year, like how bad did it get for Pache in June? I don't have it in front of me, but I think you, I think he was hitting like 107. I mean, when I mean you're hitting 100, you can't keep letting, you can't keep allowing a guy to keep dropping like that. At some point, you have to do something to try and help him because you need to get his confidence back. And that's with, you know, some of these guys, and Langoliers is one of those guys. You know, at some point, you're going to have to stop the bleeding. How do you stop that? Is it taking time off? Is it sending him back to AAA to get some confidence? Something's going to happen because just throwing him out there and going 0 for 4 day after day after day and really looking bad. Um, and, and, Cody, as you mentioned, what did you say? Well, I mean, it's at 205 right now, but recently it's even far worse than that. Yeah, the last 48 at-bats, 188, 18 strikeouts. He has one home run, five runs driven in over that span. I mean, you know, we talk about Soderstrom a lot because he's the guy. Like, he's the guy we're talking about. I mean, he's the future catcher of first base or wherever you want to use him. I mean, it just came out today. The Pirates are promoting Henry Davis, the number one overall pick from 2020 to the major leagues. He has had 35 at-bats in AAA, and the Pirates are bleeding right now, and they're calling him up. Maybe Soderstrom's the guy. Maybe we see him before the end of the month. I mean, because I know a lot of fans – and you and I and Jess, we want to see him. We want to see him play, but I, I don't. I, I'm with you. I don't know what the bottom is for Langoliers. And I mean, how much confidence do you want him to lose before he's just he's just like, I'm not going to say Will, Will, uh, Wilson Contreras, where he says he's lost all his confidence at one point when he said that. But I mean, how much farther are you going to let it go for him before you well, finally and, make and, a move? And I mentioned this to David Forrest, and you can listen to it. Go to athletics.com/slash/acecast to download it, or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel. But we talked to David Force for the David Force show, and I threw it at him. I don't know if he was uh, expecting the question, but I was like, you know, when it comes to Soderstrom, everybody talks about they don't want him to catch because he's got great offensive skills, but all of a sudden you've got Ryan Note at first base. Now what? And yeah, and that, and that was the, what we question. discussed. La- yeah, it's what we discussed last time, and it's that's definitely not a guy you want to – sit right but there's also what would you do in those scenarios when it comes to i mean Noda? is Soderstrom somebody... gonna cut yeah i mean all you gotta he hasn't do been catching right he's been no he's, he's catching today oh but i mean like often he's i think he's caught more than he's played first base okay. he's been, yeah and are you gonna bring him up to catch because I, I don't know if you guys you guys were at the game but if you're a fan out there and you remember in the eighth inning ryan noda who was playing over towards second base went all the way into foul territory, mm-hmm. climbed up the bullpen mound, and made a catch in foul territory. Not many A's, and I said to Dave Stewart, I said, I've seen Matt Olson. that's about it. Not many A's first baseman could have made that play today mm-hmm. that you saw Ryan Noda make in the eighth inning to go that far down the down, – and go back and watch the highlight. He was not playing – close to the line he was playing more to, shaded more towards second base shows you the great coverage and athleticism that ryan nota has as yeah. a defender so that's kind of like and it's a great problem to have right it's a great problem to have right. when you have talent and you're trying to figure out where to put all this talent but if you're going to bring up sodastrom where do you play him because you're not just going to dh him right no or, right well, so they did with Langoliers last year and we and we that was a big thing we talked about was you're calling up the best hitter in triple a to be a dh and I mean, not to go back to the whole thing with because we I was there when this hat when the Pirates promoted Davis to AAA at Indianapolis. They had him start playing in corner outfield spots. Maybe that's something you'd start do, doing with Soderstrom. The kid, could, the kid's athletic. He could probably play left or right field if you need to to, to get him to have some uh, position versatility. Because you want to keep note of first base because of how good he is on defense. I know he can play a little outfield, but I mean, I want I, if I'm personally, I'd like to see him stay at first base. Yeah. Coming up as the A's Clubhouse Show continues, we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and check out what's on deck. We're almost halfway through baseball season, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and tops.com to collect the newest product of the season, Topps Series 2 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. 
Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. See the best fireworks in the Bay Area on Friday, June 30th. Come celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, showcasing the genre's rich history and global impact of a fireworks show featuring a mix of the best hits from hip-hop legends. After your A's take on the Chicago White Sox, enjoy the best view as you head down to the field for this one-of-a-kind hip-hop fireworks experience presented by Lagunitas Brewing Company. Tickets start at just $10 and are available at athletics.com tickets. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Gas mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, First United has a high rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA, not one penny has ever been lost. We're almost halfway through baseball season, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and tops.com to collect the newest product of the season, Topps Series 2 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Cody Elias, Jessica Kleinschmidt, Chris Townsend here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Well, we'll start with the Angels. 5-2 win after blowing it yesterday against the Royals. They're now 41-33. Tyler Anderson picks up the win. Zach Granke takes the loss. And that one, the Pirates lost their eighth or their sixth straight as Milwaukee. 
is now five with the 5-2 mm. win. Pirates calling up their top prospect to try to stop the bleeding as the Brewers sit atop the NL Central, but the Reds are lurking. Yankees, Red Sox currently playing right now. It's 1-1 because, you know, that's Sunday Night Baseball, and them, those two teams match up. Uh, Baltimore beat Chicago 6-3 at Wrigley. The Orioles are now 44-27. and Braves all over the Rockies, 14-6. The Braves are now 46-26, and 20 games over 500. The Marlins 4-2 over the Washington Nationals. Hazelus Lazardo with his sixth win. Marlins now 10 games over 500. Yankees Red Sox game one of the doubleheader. Red Sox won 6-2. Mets seven lose to the Cardinals 8-7. Cardinals now won two straight. They're lurking in the Central. I'm kidding. They're the worst team in the National League. The Reds have won eight straight, nine, seven wins, sweep the Astros. Only one wow. team. Wow. Only one team swept the Astros last year. That Who? was us. Emma, there the you go. The Oakland A's, baby. Uh, Detroit over the Twins. The Twins, the only team at 500 in their division at 36 and 36. Detroit, 6 4 win in the Twin Cities. Texas, 11 7 over the Blue Jays. Hey, the Guardians won a game against the Arizona Diamondbacks, 12 3. Bad news today, 4. The Guardians with the news about Tristan McKenzie. He mm. elbow strain. It could be Tommy John. We'll see. But that's who the A's play next. Uh, Aaron Savali pitching for the Guardians on Tuesday. Giants sweep the Dodgers. Seven straight wins for the Giants as they win 7-3. They're now in second place in the Seattle Central. And the Tampa Bay Rays fall to the Padres. Bob Melvin has the Padres one game under 500 now. Wow. At 35-36. and 36. So that's your out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. I'm excited to see this new Pirates guy. Uh, Henry Davis, number one one from uh, Louisville. Louisville. Louisville, who caught uh, Reed Detmers, pitcher for the Angels. There you go. I can't, I can't tell you guys how <laughs> awful it was here today with the, the Giants cheerleading squad was doing Giants pre and post game live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't I mean, tell kinda... you, like, how annoying. Like, Ace fans have a legitimate – like, when you say giant fans are annoying, it's, like, so legitimate. I wish I had, like, a um, – what are those cameras you do when you go, like, zip lining or – GoPro? Uh, GoPro. I wish I had a GoPro on my forehead today just so you could see how these people <laughs> act. Just so you could really see how NBC Sports Bay Area acts about the San Francisco Giants. Well, it's it's un – it's literally – Oh, I, I know mean, how they act. <laughs> I mean, I, I almost wanted to go, do you guys want me to order pom-poms on Amazon? I mean, it's like, so giddy. It's so great. I'm so stoked. This is the greatest thing ever. It's the Giants, and they swept the Dodgers. And, oh, my God, Farhan's brilliant. And uh, Kapler, oh, my God, he's so hot. And, I mean, dude, it's, seriously, it was like, oh, Ew, my wow. God. Uh, well, uh, Giants like- hell. I, if they, you know what? If someone says, do you want to go to hell? I'm going to say no, because I know what it's like. <laughs> You're like, I can walk there. It's just a few blocks away. From no, the it's studio. in. It's, it's like studio it's, over. It's, oh, it's literally 20 steps from me right now. Yeah. Uh, real quick. I left out the Mariners taking down the White Sox 5-1. Mariners back to 500. Wow. No one, ca- well, no one I mean, that reference. Literally, but. you guys are clapping for teams with big payrolls and expectations. Oh, they're a game under 500. Who cares? Hey, These teams Blue... have high expectations. Let me tell you something. When you grip to get to 500, what usually happens after that? You kind of fall apart. Kind of drop below it again. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Lance Lynn's 16 strikeouts, but the White Sox couldn't score any runs for him as they lose 5-1. How many dingers did he give up? Uh, that's a great question. I have to look to see how many home runs he gave Isn't up. Isn't he the leader in the clubhouse in that? Uh... Uh, no. Uh, coming into today was Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, today he gave up. No home run, so he still has a lot 18. Remember, J.P. Sears is a lot 17. Yeah. Lynn and Lyle's a lot 18, and then Kikuchi's a lot 19. That was as of Friday, but Lynn didn't give up anything. 16 strikeouts, three earned runs over seven innings. Seven innings, okay. And his ERA is at 6.51. Um, he's probably going to get traded at the deadline. I think he'll be one of the most sought-after guys probably. That doesn't surprise me whatsoever. I would love to have a team that possessed Lance Lynn. You, you, I would think it would be like him, Bieber, maybe a Jack Flaherty. Uh, Corbin Burns that the Brewers don't get it together because the Reds are coming. I don't know. There's mm-hmm. some, there's going to be, the trade deadline's going to be very interesting this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, especially because the way that the teams are, it's kind of like an even playing field for a bunch of them. So it'll be, in, it's kind of, that's always interesting to see what they want to sell and, and buy during the Well, it's going to, who wants to wave the white flag? 
Like, you know, so many teams, when you look at the extra wild cards, are still in it. So the minute you get rid of a player, you're telling your fan base, uh, we're out of it, see you later. And, boy, that's a tough call because, you know, all of a sudden you've got months left of baseball and fans go, yeah, I'm not showing up anymore. Yeah. Now it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. Tuesday, we have an off day tomorrow, Cody. A's Cast Live will be at 1 Pacific time. Guardians broadcaster and LB Network Zone, Jensen Lewis, friend of the program. He was on the show last year. will join at 1.30. 3.30 will be A's Total Access presented by Chevron. Luis, Luis Medina is scheduled to face Aaron Savale. 4.10 p.m. Pacific time is first pitch as the Guardians host the A's. The final for today, 3-2 to two for the Phillies over the A's in front of a crowd of 24,326. I heard everyone, which was great. For Cody Elias and Chris Wait, Townsend, wait, what time is A's cast live on Tuesday? One. One. We're at 1 o'clock on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Correct. How do, how do you listen to it? Uh, A's cast in uh, athletics.com slash A's cast. You can watch on YouTube youtube.com slash athletics or watch on the athletics cast 24 twitter page and you can watch on facebook facebook.com slash athletics thank you for cody elias and chris townsend this is jessica kleinschmidt we'll see you at the ballpark when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply this has been a presentation of the oakland athletics 